0: shadow out of nowhere a battered London police box appeared well what do you make of it this time
1: Barbara looked around I don't know I can barely see anything
0: fair point it's
2: black as pitch out here doctor their fellow travellers, the mysterious Doctor and his granddaughter Susan, emerged from the box.
0: Well, Doctor, the old man smiled. This way, I think. He crossed to a nearby set of controls. Let me see if I can shed a little light on our situation, Hey, eh?
2: Lights came up, revealing bare metal floors and walls. Barbara frowned. Where are we? A city? There's a porthole.
0: But that's not water out there. A spaceship, Doctor? The Doctor nodded his head. Hmm. Possibly, possibly. However, my instruments detected no movement. So, a space station, then? No. I think young Chesterton was right. This is a spaceship. Barbara frowned.
1: But if your instruments said... We're adrift...
0: That's why there's no movement. The Doctor returned to the control panel. And why we must be careful. What do you mean, Doctor? In the event of an accident, Miss Wright,
2: compartments like this would be sealed. Like a safety door, Barbara. To cut off any compartment that's been depressurized.
0: Which means we need to be careful if we open any doors. Are you sure you know what you're doing, Doctor?
2: At the control panel, the Doctor turned a switch. Ian tensed as a panel slid open in the far wall, but nothing happened. The new compartment was intact. You knew? The doctor tapped the controls with a smile.
0: I know an atmosphere reading when I see one. Now, shall we proceed?
2: The travelers moved into the next compartment. It was similarly bare, and the door shut behind them. Again... The doctor checked the reading before opening the exit on the other side.
0: The next compartment was laid out in a similar fashion. There was, however, an additional heavier door on the side wall. An airlock, the doctor noted. Ian looked through its window. Step back. What is it? There's a body in there. The doctor joined him and peered through. A sole figure lay face down against the exterior door. No sign of life. How do we get this open? We don't. But why? Think, child. We have no idea what killed him. That airlock could be filled with any number of dangers, any of which could prove deadly. No. That door we'd best leave alone.
2: The doctor waved them on, and the travelers carried on through the ship, one bare compartment after another. Finally, they came to a bigger room, with doors leading off in different directions. Instruments and computers lined its centre, and one wall held massive arched windows, looking out into space.
0: The doctor advanced eagerly on the computers. Finally! Now we might discover where we are.
2: Barbara looked at him sternly. And what happened here? Uh,
0: Of course, of course, the doctor replied.
2: Hey, Ian! What do you make of this? Susan was at the window.
0: Most of the vista was taken up by the blackness of space. But on one side, a massive cloud bank was visible. Orange and brown. It reached as far as they could see, broiling with fury. Some sort of gas formation? A nebula, maybe. Whatever it is, it looks pretty unpleasant. Let's see how your grandfather's getting on.
2: As Ian moved off, Susan stayed at the window. After a moment she frowned and her head tilted to one side. Then she crossed to a broader door at the back of the room and turned the dial to open the compartment.
0: Everything all right? Well,
2: I thought I heard something back there, but the door won't open. Let me try.
0: It's locked. The Doctor's not having much luck with those computers either. He thinks they're a repository of some kind, but can't be sure.
1: This is Endurance calling the Vanguard. Do you read me? This is Endurance calling the Vanguard. Please respond. The Doctor looked
2: up. We're being signalled. Barbara turned round. Yes, but from where? There.
0: The window. Another spaceship's coming this way. Huge. And impressive. The new ship emerged from the cloud bank and slowly swung around towards them.
1: Vanguard respond. This is Endurance. Do you require assistance?
0: Vanguard? Do you think that's us? The doctor nodded. Most likely. Barbara looked at him. Should we respond? Shooky said, that is some sort of military dreadnought. Whatever is happening here, I don't think we want to be party to it.
2: Back to the TARDIS? The doctor nodded, and the travellers started retracing their steps. Ian went ahead, opening each compartment door in turn. However, progress remained slow.
0: How many more rooms do you think? Barbara shook her head.
1: I've lost count. I don't think we're far now, though.
0: Come on, Doctor. Hurry! It's locked. Just like the one in the computer room. But it wasn't locked when we came through the other way. Of course not. That was the compartment that contained the airlock. What do you mean? Another safety measure, it must be. We can't go into that compartment if the airlock is in use. The doors seal automatically. I'd rather think we're about to meet the occupants of that other vessel.
2: But they'll find the body that was in there. And we're the only ones on board. Then we'll just have to hope they're reasonable. The door slid back to reveal a small group in uniform. Guns levelled at the travellers. The bare skin on each one showing a criss-cross pattern of scarring. Hold fire! A gruff-looking man made his way to the front.
0: Who the devil are you? We're travellers. We
3: mean you no harm. Travellers?
2: We've only just started exploring.
3: There's only one vessel, Doctor, this ship. Ours. Imperiously,
0: the Doctor stepped forward. You might benefit from expanding your horizons. There is more than one way to board a vessel such as this. I don't
3: like your attitude.
0: And I don't like being threatened for no reason. Barbara laid a hand on the Doctor's arm. Don't antagonize them, Doctor.
3: She has more wisdom than you, old man. Where's Benya with that scanner? Testing their body, sir. Benya, leave that shift alone. Get up here. A portly
0: man carrying a scanner dish made his way forward.
4: Who are these
5: people? That's what I want to know.
4: Well, they're not last born. And they're not like any shift I've ever seen. Can you be sure? Not with this equipment.
3: Boarding party to Endurance. This is Tobin. we we'll read you. We have unrecognized intruders, Mother. Can you run a detector sweep? As
0: the newcomers consulted, Susan glanced between them.
2: Look at their clothes.
0: Uniforms. Soldiers, perhaps?
2: But they're too scruffy. They don't look like soldiers. They're too
0: nervous as well.
2: So where do the uniforms
1: come from, then?
3: Be quiet!
1: Detector sweep complete. No other vessels located. What's going on, Tobin?
3: I'm sending Benya back with prisoners for examination.
1: Proceed with caution.
3: Benya, take a couple of troopers and escort these two women back to endurance. Uh, We'd prefer not to be separated. You and the old man are staying with me. I want you to show me exactly where you've been.
2: Oh, can't we stay together?
3: I've made my decision.
4: Follow me, please.
0: As they left, the Doctor stared at Tobin. And precisely what will this inspection of yours entail? What is it to you? The child is my granddaughter.
3: Grand...daughter? We need to be sure you are what you say, and I need to find out what happened on this ship.
2: Is the airlock safe now? Safe? That dead body. What happened to him?
4: Uh asphyxiation, most likely.
2: As they approached the airlock, they caught a glimpse of the body. Its scaled skin was withered and flaking encased in a network of rigid metallic veins. What's wrong with him? Cellular
4: decay. We'll need to get him on board quickly for analysis. You two, get this shift to the infirmary as quickly as possible.
2: As they followed the troops along the tube, Barbara squeezed
1: Susan's hand. Don't worry. This is all just a misunderstanding. I'm just trying to work out what
4: they are. We are last born, and our hearing is obviously better than you suspect.
2: Sorry, I wasn't being rude. I'm just curious. Curious? Yes. About all those identical scars. I thought you might be clones. Grandfather and I saw some once, but that was before we met. You've met viable clones? Well, oh, yes. But that's not you, is it? You're something different, aren't you?
4: I may not be as suspicious as Tobin, but neither am I foolish. Now, come along, please.
2: At the far end of the tube, Benya ushered them into the other ship. Welcome to the Endurance. The contrast to where they'd landed was clear. This was a tighter space, with crowded, narrow passageways. Pipes and cables line the walls and metal grates cover the floors.
4: The vanguard is a science vessel, whereas this, this is the ship of war.
0: Tobin's party were retracing the Doctor and Ian's steps and had reached the large room filled with computers. There. This is as far as we got. That door was
3: locked. Spread out. Check for survivors. We've already told you. There is too much at stake. We've come too far. Sir, the navigation log is missing from the computer banks. The doctor grasped his lapels. Are you
0: accusing us? Because I may be many things, young man, but a petty thief is not one of them. So you say... What about your companion here? My name is Ian Chesterton, and no, I'm not a thief either. Someone else must have taken it. Someone who might still be alive. Then why don't they answer? I don't know. But there's only one place they can be. Through that door. Tobin advanced towards the locked compartment.
3: Can you open it? With a little time, I can override the safety lock.
0: Oh, the doctor snorted. Perhaps you could get started then. The sooner that door is open, the sooner you may start believing us. No response. It might help if you told us what's happening here.
3: You were expecting to find someone on this ship, weren't you? This ship was commanded by Sacklin, a brother in arms. There were 40 souls in his complement. Including the poor chap in the airlock. That body was not part of Sackland's crew. Its presence in the airlock is a mystery. The doctor tapped one of the walls.
0: I think I may be able to solve some of your mystery. What is it? I wasn't looking before, but I can see them now. Tiny ruptures in this panelling that indicate an explosive decompression. I suspect we would find similar signs all the way back to the airlock. It could explain the spartan nature of these compartments and the lack of inhabitants.
5: Benya, a pleasant surprise. Really? More pleasant than this carcass you had delivered. What do I want with a dead shift? A comparative tissue
4: analysis. Comparative with what? My other surprise come in he won't bite this one is barbara and this is susan they were on the vanguard
2: barbara smiled hello are you a doctor
4: of sorts this is Ollivan, our medical officer
2: oh you don't have those scars
5: no no i don't we'll need to be quick with that analysis this shift won't last long back in atmosphere
2: as benya took tissue samples from the body Olivan led Susan and Barbara to a bed surrounded by equipment. Glancing at Susan, Barbara offered,
1: It's all right, Susan. I'll go first.
2: She laid down, but her face twisted with discomfort as a fierce light played over her body. The process was then repeated with Susan. As she got off the bed, Olivan collected a pair of metal cards with indented patterns from a nearby machine.
5: See what your computer makes of these. Well, it's not finished yet. Trust an engineer to wait for a computer. I can tell you what it's going to say. Shifts don't react
4: like that to the scanners. And neither do we. Firm cellular structure. No signs of mutation or modification. Except the younger has two hearts. Hmm. As you surmised, these are pure organics with no relation to the shifts.
2: I told you. Barbara bristled.
4: And we could have told you. We don't even know what a shift is. We are last born. And we're a slave race. The shifts are our masters, our jailers,
6: and our.
3: Finally. Give me that torch. Is that the bridge? Yes. I can't see any survivors. I can't
0: see much of anything at all. Form up! As they advanced, Ian and the doctor were forced ahead at gunpoint. The room was filled with battered consoles and computer banks. There's a lot of damage in here. The doctor ran a finger along the top of a console.
3: But what
0: did the damage? Hmm? Be quiet. Oh, it's still here. Ian looked to where Tobin was shining the torch. The light revealed a large cylindrical chamber in the corner of the room. That machine. Our
5: salvation.
0: Tobin waved them on. But as they advanced, Ian paused, looking around. Something's wrong. Those shadows! They're moving! Humanoid figures emerged from the corners of the room, jet black. They were barely perceptible in the gloom. Charge weapons! Stand ready! Their shape and colour faded away, replaced by reptilian skin. Tall and thin. Their limbs were enmeshed by thick, metallic veins. Shift. Open fire! Doctor, get down! Over here! He had pulled the doctor down behind a console, and Tobin's men fired on the figures. As they did so, their target's appearance changed once more. reptiles' scales were replaced by thicker, armoured skin. The few shots that struck home had little effect. The creatures kept on advancing, encircling Tobin's men as they had watched. One of the figures reached out to a soldier who turned to dust at its touch. <laughs> Taking stock of the battle, Ian pulled on the doctor's arm. <laughs> They're picking them off. The doctor nodded. Indeed, best take our chances. Make for the door. Look out! One of the creatures stepped in front of them. As it reached for him, Ian grabbed at its wrist trying to keep its hand away from him. But the creature was too strong and took hold of the end. Then, after a moment's pause, released him. Other creatures moved in, surrounding them and blocking their escape. What happened? The doctor pulled him to his feet. I don't know, but it seems they have no intention of letting us go free. Now, the only survivor from his squad Tobin continued firing until one of the creatures swatted the gun from his hand. Go on, finish it. The creature in front of him changed back to its reptilian form with a smile.
7: Your death is close. He turned to look at the doctor in the end. But there are questions which need answers.
2: In the infirmary, Benya was weighing up the computer's report. He looked over at Susan and Barbara.
4: I must take you to see Myla. And what about this shift you've left me? I don't have time, Olivan. Dispose of it as you see fit. As I see fit, is
5: it? Hmm.
0: On the vanguard's bridge, the doctor Ian and Tobin had been cuffed to chairs. About them... The androgynous reptiles.
3: The shifts were busy. What are they doing? Conducting repairs. Clearly there was a battle here. And the crew? This Saklan and his men? Absorbed. Some of them, at least.
0: What do you mean? He means what he says. These shifts of yours, they drain the life force of their prey. Genetic vampires of some sort. yes. As good a description as any.
7: As good a lie as
0: any. We've seen what you do. The creature approached, reaching out to stroke Ian's
7: chin. You are new and complex. Intriguing. We will have to see what you can do. Leave him alone. It has been an age since we took orders for a synthetic. The doctor captured the creature's eye.
0: We are not with these people. You have no right to hold us.
7: This man is a thief. Your presence at his side is guilt enough.
3: Not the friendliest chap. His name is Aaron. I should have known he was the one they'd send after us. Why did he
0: call you a thief?
3: Because we stole these ships. It was the only way we could escape. Escape? From them. Don't worry, he's not going to harm you, not yet. You see those capsules over there? I see them. They're storage chambers. Standard equipment on a ship like this. Something to keep you fresh for the journey. What journey? Back to his home world. A prize to be studied, analyzed, and dissected.
2: Aboard the Endurance. Benya led the way into a cramped and gloomy space. A half dozen men and women were seated behind bulky consoles. Barbara looked round. This is the bridge?
4: Yes, and this is Myla, our commander. Our mother. Are these the intruders? Yes, Mother, but they're not what you think.
1: They're pure organics. And we'd like to know what's going on here. Pure organics. To see an age of wonders once more. Benya said you were a slave race. We weren't always. But for over a thousand years, we've been under the rule of the shifts.
2: Barbara blinked in surprise.
1: Your people have been enslaved for a thousand years? Not our people. Us. We've been slaves all that time. But that's impossible. We are not organic like you. So, what is this? Some sort of slaves' revolt, like Spartacus trying to overthrow the Romans. (laughs) I doubt they know who that is. I'm not interested in overthrowing anyone. This is an escape. You've seen the breach? The breach? You mean that gas cloud? It seals our solar system from the rest of the universe. But this ship came out of there. The breach
4: is a very dangerous place. Radiation spikes, magnetic fields, volatile gases. For centuries it was thought impassable.
1: But it's also a great power source. The ships send us to harvest its radiation, and in return, they let us live. But as we mined its depths, we were also able to chart them in secret. And in doing so, we found a route through. So you stole these ships? Yes. We took the Endurance and the Vanguard and fled through the breach. Only we lost
4: contact with the Vanguard during our escape.
1: And now I can't raise Tobin or his men. They haven't returned?
2: But Grandfather and Ian were with them. Their last communication said something about a sealed door. Oh, I know the one. The last room we found. We couldn't get past it
1: either. We could show you. Those are our friends as well as yours. How can I trust you? But if they're in trouble, we've got to help them. I'm not happy with the silence. Benya, take some men. Let these two show you where they're talking about.
3: It's no good. They won't budge. And the ships have almost finished their repairs.
7: That machine is not part of this ship's inventory. What is it? I watched the rebels bring it aboard. It clearly had great value to them.
3: You were here all the time, on this ship.
7: The whole time. We knew what you were planning. Yeah, it is good to see you, Tobin. Hard to believe. Where you are, Mother Myla is never far away. Is she with you? It would be good to see her again, also. Myla died twenty years ago. Disappeared, Tobin, not died. Is this escape what she had been planning all these years? You
3: knew we were coming.
7: You were waiting here.
3: Only they gave you a fight, didn't they? Sacklin and his crew held you off all the way through the
7: breach. They fought well. Once they reached this side, they crippled the engines, hoping you would come to their rescue. But we were able to take control of the ship. We sealed the bridge and opened the compartment doors. Flushed them all into the void.
0: Those decompression fractures.
3: (laughs) This isn't funny. The doctor shook his head.
0: Oh, but it is. Don't you see? They were waiting here. But not on that dreadnought of yours. You did something unexpected, and you have panicked them. That poor creature in the airlock was one of your own men, wasn't he? Caught off guard in your desperation. An unfortunate casualty. The weakness of the dictator. Silence! That's what they were hiding. They didn't know what to make of us. You.
7: What is that device, Tobin? Take your hands off me. I will strip your life energy from you if you do not talk. Is it a weapon? The only one we'll ever need. What is its nature? You'll
3: get nothing more from me.
7: I have just taken a tenth of your life energy.
3: <laughs> Brave when we're in chains. I wouldn't risk open combat
7: like the cowards you are. We are not cowards. We are what you made us. Superior. Then why did you hide? I could not risk the prize these synthetics brought us. I admit I was surprised when Sacklin took this ship through the heart of the breach. We had always thought such an action would be suicide. But you had your secret passage, did you not, Tobin? And that route is all there in the navigation log. The map. To guide us home. No. You see how badly Mother has failed you? Her arrogance has always been your weakness. Well? Shifts.
4: They were here the whole time. And they have the navigation circuit from the computer. They can't be allowed to escape with it.
2: Barbara glanced around the corner.
4: What's so important about this circuit? If they return home with that information, the shifts will know the route through the breach. Nowhere will be safe. So what do we do? What choice do we have? We fight.
0: Back on the bridge, the shifts made a final
7: adjustment to the storage capsules. Your time is up. It'll be easier on you to give your explanations now, Tolman. Out here, I can be merciful. Back home, they will not be so forgiving. Leave him alone. As you wish. Put them into store. Fire! Ah! Aaron
0: staggered back as Benya's men charged the room. His skin changed to its armored form but struggled to cope with the fusillade.
2: Taken by surprise, the shifts fell back and Susan and Barbara scurried forwards to free the prisoners.
0: You're a sight for sore eyes, Barbara. Can you get
2: these cuffs loose? I think so. Help Susan with the doctor. I'll free Tobin. As Barbara and Susan pulled the doctor clear, Ian struggled with Tobin's cuffs. Hurry!
4: We won't be able to hold them much longer. Leave me! Sorry, it's not in my nature. Got you. We can't hold them. Retreat!
3: Form up at the doorway.
0: Wait, where's Barbara?
2: Turning around, Ian saw her through the doorway, caught in Aaron's grasp. Hold the fire! Aaron locked eyes with Ian and slowly backed away, bringing Barbara with him.
7: Another organic... If you value her life, you will fall back. Not without her! I promise, I will keep her quite safe.
2: Aaron thrust Barbara into one of the storage capsules. As a glass shutter dropped, the inside filled with gas. Barbara! But as Ian dashed forwards, the door to the bridge closed. Get it open! We haven't the firepower
4: for a full assault! What now? It's just the doors opening.
3: But they're all open, all the way back to the airlock. All except this one. They've restored power.
0: The doctor looked up.
3: Chesterton, we must go. They're going to fire the engine. Break the link with the docking tube and flush us into the vacuum. Just like Sacklin's crew. But Barbara... You're no good to her dead. Move!
2: As the others fled, Ian gave one last look back towards the locked door,
6: then followed them.
2: How long have we got? A
4: minute for full engine start-up, maybe less.
2: They raced through the remaining compartments one after the other until There, through the airlock! But as the travelers joined Benya and Tobin in the docking tube, the vanguard's engines fired, and as the ship started to move, the docking tube began to tear itself apart. We're too late! the Endurance's airlock. Ow. He was struck by a flying canister and fell back. Ian grasped his hand and pulled him through. I've got you! Close the lock! As they watched through the airlock door, the docking tube snapped and the vanguard powered away. Grandfather, are you all right?
3: You took quite a knock, old man. The doctor tried to straighten
0: them. I'll thank you. And not to call me old man. But as he said it, he sagged back into Susan's arms.
2: Oh,
3: he's hurt. Benya, take them to the infirmary, then get back to the engine room. What about you? Aaron gave you quite a time of it. I'm needed elsewhere.
0: Tobin led Ian through Endurance's gangways, reaching the bridge... They found Myler leading a fury of
3: activity.
1: Bring us about on intercept course. All gunnery crews to position, block targeting solutions. Mother. Tobin, what happened?
3: Shifts. They were already on board, waiting when we left.
1: They ambushed your other crew. This is one of the organics.
3: Ian Chester. He helped us. Saved me. Mother, on the vanguard, their commander. It was Aaron. What about the chamber? Still on board. But they have the navigation data for the breach.
1: Then we can't let them escape.
3: They're signaling to us. I have been
7: waiting, Mother. I knew you were not dead. The others told me to forget. But I knew. There was no chance that an ego such as
1: yours. Turn it
7: off. Ever...
1: Ignore anything that isn't a surrender. Clear? Yes, Mother. Incoming.
3: They're loading another round. I don't think they're in the mood for stopping. Put
1: our nose on their tail. I don't want to give them much to aim at. Understood. At that angle, we won't get a clear shot. I'll worry about that later. They're firing. That's more like it.
3: What's she doing? The Vanguard is a science vessel. Light armaments, limited defensive capabilities. So she'd never win a fight against a ship like this? Aaron knows that. It's why he's running. If we're going to stop them, we need to do it now. What do you mean, stop them? I don't have time for explanations.
0: Tobin, reach past the navigator
3: to push a lever forward. Not like that. More lateral thrust.
1: Yes, sir. That's it. Get us nice and close. You know what to do?
3: Yes, ma'am. Where's that targeting solution?
1: Inputting. We're closing, but we won't be able to
3: hold them very long. Understood. What are you doing? Waiting for the right moment to come about. To deliver a broadside? One chance, one shot. Turn on my mark. But Barbara is on their chip. Three, two, one. Mark, stand by to
0: fire. You can't! Ian charged past Myla and pulled back on the navigation levers.
1: Let go of those controls.
0: Ian ignored her, and Myla drew her sidearm and clubbed him in the back. Ah. As Ian staggered away, the navigator attempted to regain control.
4: File stabilizer's gone! Fire. Fire now. We don't have the angle. Now!
3: Truck charges. Closing on Vanguard. Closing. Tobin? They've lost their starboard detectors but are otherwise undamaged. They're getting away.
0: I'm sorry. I, I couldn't let you destroy that ship. A properly targeted shot would have crippled, not killed. I don't understand.
1: There's more at stake here than your friend. Get him off, Michael. My-
2: ship's infirmary, Susan watched anxiously as Ollivan treated her grandfather. How is he?
5: Difficult to say. I'm not used to treating organics. Mother wants you to take a look at me. You're as ugly as ever.
3: And you're as flippant.
5: One of the shifts
0: drained his life energy. A tenth, he said. What's happening? I've made a mistake, is what's happening. A bad one. They got away.
5: Can I ask you to be quiet? I need to concentrate.
2: Olivan guided Tobin onto a bed, and after a brief examination, plugged a tube into his arm.
5: Now, what happened with the vanguard? We were lucky to get away with our lives, never mind anything else. You're
0: worried about that weapon Aaron found?
1: That's none of your concern. I thought you didn't want to see me. I don't. I need to speak to Tobin. How's he doing?
5: You know that you can't immediately repair damage from the shifts.
1: But you can help the body recover.
5: Which I'm doing. A few more minutes and he's all yours, Mother. Just don't send him into battle anytime soon.
1: That's unlikely. What's happened? Vanguard entered the breach a few minutes ago. Before they lost signal, there was another message from Aaron. Saying what? A promise that he'd be back for me. Back for you? Shouldn't we be chasing them? That last volley damaged the navigation computer. We've lost all data. Our record of the safe passage through the breach is gone. Aaron has the only copy now.
3: A ship like this
0: must have some kind of
1: radar.
3: The radiation means you can't see more than a few hundred meters in the breach.
1: But you can filter for radiation,
2: though. Grandfather once spent weeks deciphering the solar storms around Albiro.
1: This old man, he's your grandfather? Yes.
2: Then we
5: wake him. He's hurt. He needs rest.
1: And if we don't catch the vanguard, it's all for nothing. Bring him round. Mother! Do it! That's an order.
0: As Susan and Ian watched, the Doctor's breathing quickened. In a moment later, his eyes flickered open, gaining focus.
1: Susan, what's happening? My name is Myla, and I command this vessel. I'm told you're an expert on reading radiation storms, and I need a detector to do just that.
0: Aye. Maybe such an expert, young woman. And I may be able to help you. I might even be willing, if you'd explained yourself.
1: Mylar stared at him, then crossed to a communications panel. Bridge, this is Mylar. Yes, Mylar. Set up a suit course straight into the breach. That's an order. Help you or die, is that it? You need a more immediate incentive. Tobin, escort the girl to engineering. Get Benya to put her to work. Mother. Orders, Mr. Tobin. Come with me, girl.
2: Grandfather?
0: An exhausted doctor nodded his head.
2: Go, go
1: with
0: them, child. The doctor stared at Myla. Not quite the innocent
1: refugee, are you, my dear? I've no pleasure in threatening a child, but I need to stop that ship before it passes through the breach. You can help. Not until...
0: We've had some answers. The Doctor raised himself on the bed. These creatures you're running from,
1: what are they? They're predators, shape-changers who have kept us prisoner and scoured our galaxy for other life forms. They harvest them to survive. Absorbing their life energy.
5: And more. To change form, they need a full physiological template, the kind that can only be obtained with detailed study.
0: That's what they were going to do with us. And it's what they'll do to your friend. The doctor nodded. Adapt to survive is a healthy creed. But these creatures appear to be taking it to the extreme. He pointed to the scars on Myla's skin. Those have a very distinctive pattern. We all have them. They're a synthetic pulmonary system. Chesterton and I have seen these shifts of yours also. Close enough to know that those veins of theirs have a similar pattern. It makes me think they have similar origins. What do you want? The Doctor gazed fiercely at her. The truth? And nothing
1: less. Centuries ago, ours was a thriving civilization. We lived in an age of wonders. Then there was a massive interstellar explosion. It formed the breach and with it, we entered a different age. What happened? The fallout robbed nearly every life form of their ability to procreate. Science could not help. Any attempt to create organic life failed. We almost died.
0: A synthetic pulmonary system. You created artificial bodies for yourselves.
1: I was the architect of these bodies and for a while the saviour of our race. As your friends call you Doctor, so they called me Mother.
0: But that creature on the other ship,
1: their leader, Aaron,
0: he referred to you as Mother too.
1: Yes. Survival wasn't enough. We needed to be flesh again. As life died out in our world, we discovered the shifts. They were just tiny lizards then, mimicking the shape of their prey, getting up close so they could drink their blood.
5: But they were unaffected by the fallout. They could reproduce.
1: The hope was that with some experimentation, they could provide a cure.
5: The Doctor's eyes narrowed. What
0: kind of experimentation? Well?
1: We sped up their evolution, trying to engineer beings more like us. Ah!
0: They played God with these creatures, Chesterton! Yes. Made them walk and talk and dance to your tune, hmm?
1: Yes. After years of work, I finally brought them close to our own organic form. Aaron was the first. They thought and reasoned like we did. I was so proud as he led his brothers.
0: The Doctor gave a far away smile. The successes of our children are always their own. Then he gave Myla a hard stare. It's their failures which belong to us.
2: I
1: realised too late the mistake I'd made. Whatever had affected us, now affected them. They were sterile. And intelligent. Smart enough to realise what we'd done. I created those support systems they were. Prolonged their lifespans. Tried to make amends but it wasn't enough.
5: They took their revenge, and with it, our freedom.
1: You've had your explanations. If you want to see your friends again, you'll give me the detector I need.
2: What was that?
3: A magnetic current. We're closing in on the breach.
2: Tobin marched Susan into the engine room, a giant hall where rows of massive generator pistons cycled up and down. As crew members scurried about, Benya studied a series of flickering dials, not noticing his visitors until they were on him. Benya! Tobin! I'm sorry I, I didn't hear you, but
3: then I rarely hear much when I'm among these engines. So accept this gift of new ears. The girl? This is a joke. She's a pawn in a battle of Will's mother's playing out. I leave her in your charge.
4: Is it always this loud? Not always. This way. Better?
2: Mm, Much, thank you. Is this your office?
4: It belongs to the chief engineer, who, for the time being, is me.
2: Yes. Whoa, that was rougher.
4: It always is on the outskirts. It's when you don't feel a thing that it's got dangerous. With the right course, it's safe enough. I don't feel very safe.
2: Mila said you'd put me to work.
4: Mother says lots of things. You should pay
2: attention to what she does. Susan hugged herself and looked around. See? Nothing to harm you. What's through here?
4: Ah, that door leads into a capture bay for supplies. You don't land a ship this size, far easier to shoot cargo canisters into orbit and
2: pick them up. Susan wiped at the glass with her sleeve to reveal a small spaceship tucked into the space beyond. That's not a cargo canister!
4: No, that is how we took the endurance
2: you snuck on board
4: a flyer of my own design perfectly mimicking the silhouette of a cargo canister and just big enough for a handful of rebels do you feel safe now
2: i was sent here as a punishment to force my grandfather to work
4: (laughs) milo may have used you as leverage but you're not being punished
2: what do you mean
4: like that flyer not everything is what it looks like engineering is the most protected part of this ship. If you're going to be safe anywhere, it's here. It's a bluff. Milo would never hurt a child.
0: Meanwhile, Milo had returned to the bridge. In the infirmary, Tobin and Oliven had been left to supervise work on the detector. The doctor began piecing components together from his bed. As he did so, Olivan frowned.
5: I'm not happy with these readings. You're overdoing it. I'm quite aware of
0: my own well-being, young man.
5: We're running out of time.
0: We are aware of that, too. Olivan handed Ian a component. As their hands touched, Ian's expression changed. I'm an idiot. Sorry. You don't have the scars, that support system, and your skin. It's warm, alive. Doctor, he's human. The doctor took the component from Ian with a smile. You knew or you suspected. When the others refer to Mila as mother, it's a title. But it's different when you say it, Ollivan.
3: Ollivan is the reason we're here. The first newborn in centuries.
0: That device on the Vanguard isn't a
5: weapon at all, is it? It will grant us victory. But it's not a weapon! It's an artificial birthing chamber. So far I'm its sole offspring. My mother's life's work. A child a thousand years in the making. Aaron said Myla had
0: been in hiding for twenty years. But she wasn't hiding herself.
3: She was hiding you! We couldn't risk the shift's learning of his existence or the chamber.
6: And that's why you had to run.
2: Benya had left Susan alone as he dealt with a problem in the engine room. Bored, Susan moved around the small office, studying the various components lying around. But as she rested her hand on a cupboard door, the latch released, and a tangle of metal fell out. What's happened? (laughs) That thing it came out of the cupboard. What is
1: it?
4: Oh I rather fear that's Olivan's idea of a joke. A joke? It's the shift from the airlock, or what's left of him. It's like a metal skeleton. That's its support system. The rest is just wasted away to nothing. I told Oliver he could do what he liked with it. Presumably, this is his revenge for me delivering the carcass to him in the first
2: place. It's horrible. Benya threw a sheet over the exoskeleton and then turned to Susan.
4: My apologies. I'll dispose of it when I get a moment.
0: In the infirmary, the doctor slotted a last component home. I'd recommend we run a few tests. Chesterton, could you oblige? Ian took the device from the heavy-eyed doctor. Under his guidance, he turned a series of dials. The doctor watched in satisfaction. Good. That all seems to be... uh, to be... In order. Then we can get it to the bridge. Tobin took the device, but as Ian turned to follow, the doctor caught his wrist. These people, Chesterton, they made a mistake and suffered for it. It's left them nervous, unsure of
5: themselves. His pressure's dropping. I told Mother not to push him. As Oliver pressed a needle into the
0: doctor's skin, the old man looked at Ian. They've no idea of battle, of tactics, irrepressible forces. Stop the tide! And then he slumped back on the bed.
5: What did he mean by that? I'm not sure.
0: On the bridge, Tobin was busy connecting the detector. A job not made any easier by the increased turbulence.
1: Approaching the edge of the magnetic field, losing all sensor depth. I need that detector, Tobin. Mother. Now, Tobin! Almost there. Link established. Patch it through to navigation and copy to the engineering computers. Mother? Just being cautious, Mr Tobin. We've already lost our map data once. If it happened again, it could be fatal.
0: As Tobin obeyed, he had pulled
3: himself up the gangway onto the bridge. How are we doing? We're about to find out. Getting a picture now. Plasma stream dead ahead. Topside thrusters,
1: emergency dive.
0: I take it that was close.
4: Too close. We have clear passage at 037
1: by 024. Set course. all charts to tactical.
0: Milo and Tobin retreated to the rear of the bridge, with Ian following behind. Myla activated a glass screen, and a slowly shifting map lit
1: up. Congratulations, your detector works.
0: The Doctor has
3: his faults, but if he says he can do something, he usually can. You can see almost the whole of the breach. That section looks familiar, those narrows.
1: That's the safe passage, but where's the vanguard? Uh, There, see the engine wake. Good eyes, Mr Tobin. That's them Right. What's wrong? They're a long way ahead. Bridge to engineering? Yes, mother. Divert all power to the engines. We need every drop of speed.
3: Understood. Full speed. In this environment, that won't
0: be safe. This ship's
1: called endurance for a reason. Full speed.
0: As Mylar crossed to navigation, Ian and Tobin continued studying the map. If they reach open space, they'll, they'll have
3: a dozen ships in support before we clear the breach. And will they? Reach open space, I mean. We're closing the gap. Ah, but not fast enough. These are
0: barometric readings of some sort.
3: Gas pockets, radiation streams, debris fields.
0: You say radiation streams? That suggests they're moving. They are. That's it. That's what the doctor was trying to tell me. Stop the tide! (laughs) Myla! What is it? You need to change course. Can you bring us into position here? Into a radiation stream? It would be suicide. Maybe. Maybe not. Centuries back, my people fought battles in sailing ships. These naval conflicts would run along the coasts of Europe. Sometimes captains would chase the tides, seeking an advantage. If you caught the right current, you'd be up on your opponent before he knew it. They called it, stopping the tide. These aren't coastal waters. No, but that doesn't mean we can't use the same idea.
1: These currents run all through the breach. Currents flooded with highly volatile radiation. Currents that would propel this ship beyond its safety margins.
0: Yes, not the safest routes, not the way you'd choose to go. But if we can ride one, we can still catch the vanguard.
2: In main engineering, Benya was marshalling his crew. No. Plug the
4: batteries into the main drive system. We need more power. Do it now! You have everything we've got available, Mother. I'm trying to divert more power, but I, I need... I know
1: about the power. I want to know about hull tolerances.
4: Hull tolerances? Core
1: integrity, pressure resistance, shielding levels... Against what? a breach. If we venture off the safe path, what could she take?
4: Well, I don't know. These dreadnoughts carry a lot of radiation plating. But no one's ever survived that kind of punishment. Mother?
1: Time to make history. Do whatever's required to secure core operations. We're going in. Change course. Three, two, six, by two, four, nine. Mother? You heard me. Entering radiation stream. I hope you know what you're doing,
3: Chesterton. I know that sometimes you have to risk everything if you want to win. Velocity at plus nine and rising. Plus eleven, still rising!
4: Susan, how are you doing?
2: I thought you said all this would stop.
4: Her mother has had a moment of inspiration. or insanity.
2: I'm sure there's a red counter in there somewhere. Ah, there. What do you need that for?
4: The main fuel lines run through the capture bay. I need to keep an eye on their integrity. We're in for some turbulence, and if one of those fails...
2: Can I help? Anything would be better than being stuck in here.
4: Well, you can keep note of the readings, if you like. This way...
1: Velocity plus 19. Holding! Madness. It's working, isn't it? The breach is riddled with debris. At this speed, one hit and we're finished. How much longer?
3: Another ten minutes, probably less. Then we'll exit the current here. That puts us right on top of them. It's too close to that gas bank. What's wrong with that? Your detector's not picking up much on it, which means it's probably super-dense car and gas. One spark from our hull and that lot would ignite.
1: Then we'd best not hit it. Mother! I thought risk-everything was the strategy today.
0: Winner takes all. Is that normal?
3: Is what normal? Look at the map. The vanguard's barely moved. Just being cautious. The Shifts have lost a lot of ships in here over the years.
4: Background levels... plus four. Mm, Not good, but not so bad either.
2: So you're sent into the breach by the Shifts to mine these radiation streams?
4: Yeah, a risky business. And we're more expendable than the Shifts. Ah, normal background. That's better.
2: And the radiation is stored in fuel cells.
4: Which the ships pick up in orbit.
2: And then go into the reactor feed through that hatch over there.
4: With the energy then fed back into the engines along these fuel lines. You learn quickly.
1: Change to 047 by 030 on my mark. Mark. Fire breaking thrusters, bring us about. Velocity plus seven, falling fast. And there she is. Input your firing solution, Mr. Tobin. A clean hit, please.
0: She's just sitting there.
1: Then they're just making it easy for us.
0: Aaron
3: didn't strike me as a fool.
1: Keep us in the clear. I don't want us near that gas cloud. Understand? Yes, Mother.
3: I have a firing solution. Local detector's picking something up. It's a
4: mine. Full stop. Too late. Ah! Ah! Ah!
2: capture catchable. Susan and Benya were thrown off their feet. As they got back up the lighting bars sparked and died. The only illumination now was the pallid glow of the fuel lines. What happened?
4: We hit something. An electromagnetic charge. The fuel lines can look after themselves. They'll need me with the engines. Come on!
2: Benya led Susan back through the office as electrical charges coursed over every surface. Equipment sparked and shorted out. Reaching main engineering, they could see the movement of the giant pistons had become pained. Behind them, the deck plate sparked. And the shift exoskeleton began to twitch in response.
0: Why they weren't moving. They
3: were luring us in. And we fell for it. Status. Damage to electrical systems. We're still functioning. Just
1: for now. They're coming around. Get us out of here.
3: Back into the current. Too late. We're cut off. They're loading weapons. Set
1: defensive batteries. No response. Switch to manual control then.
3: I can't. There's no signal from the gunnery
0: crew. Can you override from here? Here look past them to where the navigator lay unconscious over his console glanced back at the map then scanned the controls the final look at Myla and Tobin he stepped up and grasped the drive levers
1: what are you doing?
0: getting us out of here somewhere they can't see and won't dare follow you can't, we won't
1: survive the pressure in there
0: sorry Myla but that gas pocket's our only chance pull up, you'll kill us all too late We're going in!
3: in gas formation. No sign of pursuit. For good reason. Stress fractures on the port side. We're losing her. Pull up! Multiple
1: blowouts. Internal seals holding. For now, pull us up, Chesterton! I'm trying. She's not responding. Tobin, cut the engines! Chesterton, you can let go
3: now. Well? No sign of the vanguard following us in. You took an awful risk.
2: Engineering, Benya's crew were frantically dealing with the damage from the mine and Ian's crash dive. Benya was giving orders to one of his crew.
4: Destin, take those three into Section 9 and clear that manifold. Now! Sir, Susan, try restarting those regulators. These ones? Uh, that's right. Oh, no response on one, four or five.
2: What did they hit us with? There were all those sparks.
4: The right sort of electrical charge would overload the systems.
2: But you must have a reset. Like a trip switch on
4: an electrical circuit. We can restart the electrics, but the rest of this... The engines are on standby, we've got stress fractures everywhere. It's more than an electrical charge. Something else has happened. Engineering to bridge. Please respond. Dead. And no way of knowing what we're up against.
2: Then we should do what we can. If we can restart these electrics, then let's do that. Yeah,
4: A drop in the ocean.
2: But better than nothing!
4: Very well. This way.
2: As Benya led Susan deeper into the engine room, they were unaware of the office door being pulled open behind them. That's the last
1: of the fires. Oh, don't look so pleased with yourself. Where's Tobin? Internal communications are out. He's sending runners to collect damage reports. You've crippled my ship, Mr Chesterton. We're alive! For all the good it does us in here.
3: Mother, you need to come with me. What's wrong? The compartments we lost. The internal seals are holding. So far, but Mother, just come with me, please. Tobin led
0: Myla into the belly of the ship, Ian following behind. As they progressed, he could see her shoulders stiffen. Turning onto a familiar stretch of corridor. Their way was blocked by heavy metal shutters.
3: What are those? Emergency pressure doors. But the infirmary's
0: through there.
3: The doctor's... There's nothing past those doors but open space now. The
1: bulkhead couldn't handle the pressure. He's gone. Mother. He's gone, Tobin.
2: Doctor. Doctor. Meanwhile, Susan and Benya were working on a row of generators behind the slowly grinding pistons. There! That's
4: it? Local power only. But it's a start. If it works. Destin, we've restarted the electrics, but you'll need to reset the control feeds for the bridge. Destin? Odd. He's probably busy. Clearing the manifold shouldn't take that long. Come on.
2: They made their way back through the maze of engines. Clouds of steam growing thicker as they neared Benya's office.
4: There he is! Destin, what do you think you're doing?
2: Benya, wait. That's not Destin. It can't Could be. It's that shift. But it was dead. It was dead! Not anymore. Do not move. Run!
6: Go, child! Hungry. Feed. Oh! Run! Oh!
2: Benya's body began to shrivel, and as it did so, the shadow of another began to fade in around the ship's metal frame. Tearing herself away, Susan disappeared into the clouds of steam. Status?
3: Hard to tell. I need better than that. Nothing's working, Mother. Until we hear from Engineering, there's not much we can do. I need to tell Susan about her grandfather. The internal comms are clogged with interference. Can't I get down there? There's no way through. We're manually sealing and recompressing damaged areas, but it's going to take time.
1: What was that? The Vanguard. Mr. Tobin, what have we got?
3: We have maneuvering thrusters. Maybe a couple of shots if we can point the nose in the right direction. I thought the Vanguard
0: wouldn't dare to come down here.
3: They won't. Then what are those things? Vacuum charges. They're normally used for mapping asteroid fields. Not explosives, then? Not in this gas.
0: They're creating pressure waves.
3: Hoping to rattle our can of beans.
1: Then they'll get more than they bargained for. Make ready, Tobin. Hold on. I'm through listening to your advice. Wait, please! That
0: was further away a search pattern. They're trying to get us to reveal ourselves.
1: We can't just sit down here.
0: That's exactly what we can do. If we don't show them where we are, they can't find us. We can't be sure they're not
3: reading us. Then run silent, shut
0: everything down and just drift
3: along. If one of those charges lands on us, we're finished. And how long would we last in a fight against the
0: Vanguard? myla Shut it down.
1: Shut it all down.
2: Susan ran back along the passage through engineering. Out of the steam behind her came the shift. Its metallic veins and ribs held a shadowy figure, slowly re-knitting itself. Turning a corner, Susan emerged from a cloud of steam, only to find herself in a dead end. As the shift neared, she looked for a way out but instruments and bulkheads blocked one way and massive pistons of the engines the other.
7: No escape.
2: You killed him! You killed them all!
7: Necessary.
2: As the creature circled around, Susan picked up a wrench from one of the consoles. Behind the shift, the movement of the engines was slowing down. But what for?
7: Regeneration takes energy.
2: You feed off them to live?
7: Ah. Synthetic bodies are weak. Little energy to take.
2: Well, you can't have mine! Susan threw the wrench at the shift. As it parried the blow, she ducked under its arm and squeezed through a gap in the now motionless pistons. (laughs) Ah. As Susan moved deeper into the machinery, the shift tried to follow only to find the rigid metal of its ribs wouldn't fit through the gap. The creature snatched at Susan with one hand. (gasps) Ah! She pulled free, but one of its claws had cut her hand. As Susan began climbing through the maze of machinery, the shift withdrew its arm to study the blood on its fingertips. New. Complex. The shift absorbed the blood, and as it did so, its shadowy body gained more substance.
0: On the bridge, the instruments were untouched and the detector screens blank. Everything was blood red under the emergency lighting. As the endurance drifted, there was nothing for the crew to do but wait. Ian and Tobin sat on the floor with them. Nearby, Milo stood in a shadow, alone with her thoughts. After a moment's pause, Ian picked himself up He crossed to lay a hand on Myla's shoulder. I'm sorry. This is all my fault.
1: Is it? You made a decision which has cost me my son. But it was a choice born in my actions. Mistakes that go back a thousand years and more.
0: But still they...
1: You gave the rest of us a chance of life. It's more than we would have had without you.
0: I'm sorry about your friend. I'm not sure I believe he's gone. Not yet. We've seen too much together. And the Doctor has a way of turning up. I can't give up on him. And I can't give up on Barbara.
1: Once the pressure doors were down, there was no other exit. Olivan would never have left a patient behind, but there wasn't time to move him. Trust me, Mr Chesterton. Ian. Your friend is dead, Ian. As is my son. We need to forget and move on.
3: No! Tobin. We don't forget. We never
1: forget. This isn't your fault. You didn't raise those monsters up. It's not you who led us into this latest disaster. My foolishness, Tobin. My arrogance. I should have left us to die. We've lived too long.
3: Is that what you tell Oliver? That he lived too long? Don't. Why? Because it hurts. That hurt is good. Carry it. Think of him and be strong. Hear that? They're still looking for us. They're not ready to forget. Olivan wouldn't want you to forget. Then what do we do?
6: We remember.
2: giant pistons of the engine room remained still. With a final effort, Susan climbed up on top of a stalled tower. Keeping low, she surveyed the room. Where's it gone? The shift remained out of sight. Susan crept forwards, from one piston to the next like stepping stones. Nearing the end of the row, she spotted a lone figure on the ground and climb down. Benya,
6: can you hear me? It's Susan.
2: Susan? His once round face was now gaunt, the eyes heavy and his movements weak. Let's get you somewhere safe. Oh. 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 I, I thought you were dead. Would have been. Shift found better
8: prey. Where is he now, Benya? My crew, all dead. Never thought they could come
5: back,
2: not like that. Benya, the shift. It's you. It wants you. Benya took Susan's hand, still bloody where the shift scratched her. It had a taste.
8: You're too valuable a prize to give up.
2: We need to get you out of here. No! Got to stop it! Stop what?
8: Please, Benya, you're not making sense. It wanted the combination... ...for the radio. Kept... draining me. A bit at a time until I told it.
6: I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: The shift was at work in Benya's office, reconnecting damaged equipment. Susan's face appeared at the window of the engine room, looking into the office. It's back to her. The shift connected a machine to a power line. Susan watched for a moment, then ducked back out of sight. Returning to Benya, she crouched down beside him. He's reconnected the computer. I thought he was sending a message, but he's just printing out some of those cards.
4: Wants to tell Vanguard about its prize. An amplified signal might still reach them, even through the breach. Very clever.
2: So what are the cards?
4: They're calibration commands for the radio.
2: Like a cipher? so the vanguard will know it's him.
6: We've got to stop it.
2: A few minutes later, Susan returned to the window once more. The shift had not yet fed the cards into the radio. Satisfied, she ducked back down and signalled to Benya. Propped up against a bank of machinery, the engineer turned a valve, then retreated into the shadows as pressure built in the pipework. The shift, left the office to investigate. As it passed by, Susan slipped inside, unnoticed. She took a moment to get her bearings, then spotted the radio in the far wall. A punch card was waiting, ready to be fed into it. Picking up a screwdriver, Susan forced the unit open. She considered for a moment, then plucked a glass valve out and smiled with satisfaction. However, her triumph was short-lived. Put that back! So you can tell your friends what a tasty morsel you found! Susan smashed the valve onto the floor. Now you're stuck here too!
7: (sighs) And you have nowhere to
2: run! Backing away, Susan reached behind her, found the handle for the other door, and hurled herself through into the capture bay, slamming the door shut as the shift reached it. Susan leant against the door, but the shift was too strong and she was sent flying as he forced it open. (sighs) It stood in the doorway, glaring at her, but a moment later its gaze was drawn to the tiny shuttlecraft behind her. What are you going to do with me? Your blood.
7: It carries so many possibilities.
2: I'm just an ordinary person.
7: Ordinary to you? I had intended to call my brothers to bring them to you. Instead, I shall have to take you to them.
3: What do you think?
0: I've not felt any of those charges for a while. And the last one was a long way off. I'd
1: say we're safe. Myla? Agreed. Let's see where we stand. Power up all systems?
3: Yes, Mother. Activating main operations board. No response. Trying again.
1: Secondary systems?
3: Nothing. Unable to establish any contact with engineering.
1: But there must be
0: something we can get running. Something with local power.
3: Your detector still works. I'm
1: not sure that counts as good news. The Vanguard? Is moving off. This... ...is what I'm worried about. That red line... ...it's just another current, isn't it? Not just another. It's the power source the shifts have us mining. Bigger, faster, far more dangerous. Like
3: a jet stream in a weather system? An unstable jet stream that'll tear us apart. And we're drifting right towards it.
1: I need power to the engines, Mr Tobin, and I need it now. Mother, there's nothing we can do.
3: It's not just the engines. Internal controls aren't responding either. I don't
1: understand. We've
3: lost pressure amidship, which means we can't get to engineering to restore main power. We can seal the compartments manually,
0: but it'll
1: take time. Time we don't have. We've got 24 minutes to get those engines started.
0: Tobin, turn to the exit. Tobin?
3: Tobin! Where are you going? If we can't get through, we need to get around. No,
1: it's too dangerous. It's the only
3: option. I won't allow you. I might not give you a choice. What are you arguing about? This is an escape hatch. I can climb along the exterior of the hull, get access to engineering that way. Mr Tobin is forgetting the pressure and wind speed out there. He'll be torn from the ship! And Mother is forgetting the magnetic anchors. The what? Clamps with a steel tether attached. Anchor
1: points for an ordinary spacewalk. The tether will cover maybe a quarter of the distance required, if you're lucky. After that, the second you unhook, you'll be torn away from the ship! There's no time for anything else! What if I come? Then you'll both be dead!
0: No. We work like climbers tie us together and we both take a clamp. We make our way along the hull in turn. One anchors, the other releases. That could
3: work. And if I forbid it? I'll go anyway. Are you coming in?
0: Lead the way. In the cramped airlock, Ian and Tobin were donning spacesuits.
3: There. Can you hear me? I hear you. And you understand how the clamps work? Green to activate, red to release. Be ready. It's going to be fierce out there. Magnetize. Got it.
6: Releasing outer door.
0: Outside was a maelstrom of colour. Tobin advanced to the open door. He gave Ian a wave and pulled himself through. Caught by the current, Tobin was dragged out of sight in an instant. Ian braced himself as the coil of steel rope at his feet unwound. Tobin?
3: Tobin? You all right? Can you hear me? Tobin? I'm within reach of the hull, magnetizing now. I'm secure. Release your clamp and follow me out.
0: Ian edged towards the lip of the airlock. As the current pulled at him, he looked down at the clamp he was holding onto. Then, he closed his eyes and switched the control off. Sucked from the airlock, Ian bounced along the hull at a furious speed. In the blink of an eye, he flashed past Tobin. Oh! Then the rope pulled taut. For a moment, Ian hung helplessly on its end, unable to reach the hull. Then the current slowly forced him back in. He reached out with the clamp and was anchored again. Ian, are you okay? I'm not sure which was worse, the journey or the sudden
3: stop at the end. How many more times do we have to do that? I can shoot a line across to the hatch once we get to the stern. Another two or three turns should do it.
2: Meanwhile, the shift was examining the shuttle. As Susan watched, it inspected the cockpit, turning controls on and off. Without a word, it returned to the office and came back with a punch card. What are you doing?
7: This is a copy of data from this vessel's bridge.
2: What good does any of that do you?
7: It contains a reading of the breach. Enough for a course back to the Vanguard.
2: As the shift plugged the card in, Susan began to shuffle towards the door. She was almost there when the creature turned and saw her.
7: <sighs> Take care, or I will drain you.
2: I thought I was too valuable.
7: I need you alive, not unharmed. <laughs> Begin stripping the plating from these fuel lines.
2: And if I don't. <laughs> Reluctantly, Susan began to do what she'd been asked. As Susan freed each sheet, she dragged it across to the shuttle, where the shift attached them to the hull around the cockpit. You're going to lose, you know.
7: We will survive the Lastborn's betrayal. We have always survived.
2: That's all you care about, isn't it? Surviving!
7: It is all they have left us with. Faster! This entire section needs to be covered. It
2: would be quicker if you helped.
7: More plating.
2: There's no need for this. All those people you killed in engineering. Why?
7: This exoskeleton allows us to recover from injury.
2: Oh, I understand all that. It's the why. What are any of you living for?
7: Restitution. The last born doomed us to live like them. They treated us as property. And so we have done the same to them.
2: But it doesn't need to be like that.
7: Each step we take burns. This is not who we should be. The day Mother cursed us with these forms, what we were died. It will end when we do the same and the last born are all dead.
2: So, why keep them alive at all? Why not kill them?
7: They must pay.
2: I don't think that's it at
7: all. You know nothing.
2: I know kindness. Benya was kind and talked to me and looked after me. The last born made a mistake. But what they did was driven by desperation, not cruelty. You're looking to survive because that's all you have. The truth is, you could live forever and never really be alive.
0: Time! Can you see the hat? I don't think so. It's hard to see anything out here. Wait! Yes! About 20 feet away? Hold on! Releasing! Tobin flew out of the gas clouds towards Ian, then on past him.
3: I'm going to climb back up to you. Don't worry, I'm not going anywhere.
0: Slowly, Tobin emerged from the murk. Ian reached out and took hold of his wrist, pulling him level. Tobin activated his own clamp and gave a heavy sigh. Uh,
3: is it my imagination? Or is this current letting up? We're closing on the radiation stream, a calm before the storm. Just as well. I'm not sure we'd get across to that hatch otherwise. True, but it means we're almost out of time. And we'd best get on with it.
0: As Ian braced Tobin, He unslung a rifle from his back, and took aim at the nearby hatch.
2: As the shift inspected the flyer, Susan pulled at the latest plate from the fuel lines.
7: Enough. This will suffice.
2: So, what now?
7: We leave.
2: But what about this ship? Benya and the others?
7: as we leave the breach will flood into this bay without shielding those fuel lines will not maintain their integrity for more than 10 minutes
2: but that'll destroy the endurance
7: we will survive
2: no i won't do it i won't let you Ah! 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 susan ran for the office door but the shift was too quick and threw her to the ground by the flyer Ah!
7: you do not have a choice Ah! Ah! Let her
2: go! Stood in the doorway, still in his spacesuit, was Ian. We've got to stop him!
0: Back away, Susan.
2: As Susan did so, Ian raised a gun.
0: I don't want to hurt you!
7: That is unlikely.
2: As its skin thickened into armour, the shift advanced. Ian fired, but his blast left no mark. He tossed the gun away and crouched low as the shift closed in. But it just picked him up and and hurled him against the fuel lines. Before he could recover, the creature had grasped Ian around the neck.
7: Another organic. I need only one.
2: The shift's forearm blurred, then solidified into a sharp spike. Pinned against the wall, Ian could only watch as the shift prepared. Come, yeah. the shift prepared to strike. Uh, But before it could attack, the shift staggered back under fire from a new source. It was
0: Tobin, finally catching up to (laughs) rear, while his fuselade did little damage. It was enough to make the creature release its grip.
2: As it staggered back against the fuel lines, Susan looked at the way it flinched, and suddenly lunged forward. Susan! Grasping the shielding she'd been working on, Susan pulled it free.
0: The shift convulsed, and its armoured form faded away. Over here! (coughs) Ian and Tobin grabbed the creature, pushing it into a nearby opening. Before it could react, Tobin slammed the door shut and pressed a control.
3: What is that? The feed into the reactor. Not even a ship could survive that.
2: Thanks, Susan. You all right? All the better for seeing you. Benya.
0: They found Benya in his hiding place, amidst the stalled pistons, still drained. The engineer looked at them in confusion.
4: Tobin?
3: The engines, Benya. We need them running.
4: Oh, we've restarted the electrics, you just need to set the control feeds. How? Open up the red circuit, and the green, make sure the links...
2: As Susan looked after Benya, he directed Ian and Tobin. Shortly after, the giant pistons began to move once more, and communications were restored.
0: Milo? This is Ian. Do you read me? There's a lot of experience for behavior. You should have control of the engines now.
6: Understood. We're pulling away from the radiation stream.
0: Good. Tobin's repressurizing those compartments. We'll be back with you soon.
1: We're limping, but at least we have control again.
0: We've got more than that. What do
1: you mean?
2: The shift that attacked Benya and me. He wanted to use your flyer to escape. The one in the capture bay. And? Only he wouldn't use it as it was, you see. He made me strip shielding from the fuel lines first.
0: To reinforce the cockpit?
2: Yes, and that got me thinking about the last born and the shifts and why they were so interested in us. All these years, they've had to get you to mine the breach for them. That's revenge for what we... For what I did to them. Well, that's how it looks, but it's not the real reason.
1: What do you mean? With the
2: radiation that powers these ships, it leaves them vulnerable. It disrupts their ability to shift. It's why they need you to work the breach for them, and why he had to use
1: me to shield the flyer. We've got a weapon, Myla. Something we can use against them. Something that works. It's too late. The vanguard's almost out of range. We can't catch her now. What about using those
3: currents again? It was touch and go before, but trying it now. Uh, We'd go up and take half the breach with us. What about the flyer? Look how quick the jet stream's moving. Right to the far side
0: of the breach. Take the flyer in there, and you'd get ahead easily.
1: Maybe... Ambushed them for a change. You don't seem to understand. A concentrated dose of that radiation would destroy us, too. At those levels, even with shielding, any pilot would be
3: dead before they caught up to the vanguard.
2: Maybe Grandfather can think of something.
3: Tobin, could you give us a moment? Uh, of course. Uh, mother, uh, we should try to clear that interference from the communication system. What? Th- come on.
2: Ian? Ian, what is it? What's wrong?
0: Susan, I... In all the rush with the shift and getting the ship out of danger, I forgot to tell you. Probably because I didn't quite believe it myself.
2: Hold on. I... I
0: I need to tell (gasps) you.
2: It, It can't be. That's static.
0: It sounds like Morse code. Susan, don't be silly. Who would... Tobin! Yes? That interference! Where's it coming from? A few minutes later, had Ian, Susan and Myla waited by a set of pressure doors. A team of workers had removed an adjacent wall panel and were clearing machinery from the space within. As they did so, the Doctor and Ollivan were slowly revealed, huddled together.
6: Grandfather!
0: The Doctor looked tired and uncomfortable, but smiled at his granddaughter. I
2: was starting to think
0: you had forgotten about us.
2: Back on the bridge... The Doctor and Olivan recounted their story. When the pressure doors closed, I
5: thought we were dead, but your grandfather saved us. The Doctor waved Olivan's gratitude away. Nonsense. It was you who pulled me into those condits. Yes, but I wouldn't even have known they were there if it weren't for you. Simple reasoning. A
0: ship like this would need pressure-resistant trunking for its vital
2: systems. And that trunking would need to be accessible for repairs.
0: Quite so, quite so.
2: I
1: don't think I've ever been so glad to see anyone.
0: The doctor looked at Ian. I hadn't
5: counted on your taking quite so long to trace my
2: signal.
1: And your head is
2: better?
5: I think he was reacting more to my treatment than anything. I'm not used to organics just yet. Susan hugged her grandfather tight. (laughs) He accepted
0: the attention for a moment, then straightened up. And now that's done, Uh, perhaps uh, someone could tell me what's been happening, hmm? This fighting is all well and good, but you can't run forever.
2: As Ian, Tobin and Myla explained, the doctor followed them to the detector, leaving Oliver and Susan together.
5: I'm sorry about the shift. It was meant as a joke. Please believe me, I never would have left it there if i thought this that...
2: You won't know. Besides, it's Ian and Ben you should be apologising to. I don't think I was ever in real danger.
5: It must have wanted your template very badly.
2: Because of our resistance to that radiation. I think it would have done whatever it took to get me to the Vanguard.
5: I wonder... Mother! What is it? If we can't catch the
2: Vanguard, could we bring the Vanguard to us? What do you mean? The message he was going to send. We've still got the punch cards. All the codes we need to signal the Vanguard.
0: But the doctor shook his head. Sadly, in addition to its highly volatile nature, this cloud also limits communication. He nodded at the detector. That's
3: why
2: they had me build this.
3: Remember? The Vanguard's too far away. Even an amplified signal wouldn't reach them now.
2: Could we adapt your detector, Grandfather?
3: This
0: device... Analyzes existing information. It is not a receiver in any traditional sense. Doctor, the doctor looked up and gave a mischievous smile. Tell me, Chesterton, have I ever mentioned my meeting with the Pied Piper of Hamlet?
2: An hour later, the flyer from the Endurance was tearing through the jet stream. Light flared across its fuselage, flashing over the cockpit's occupants, Ian and Susan. Strapped into their seats, both looked apprehensive as the tiny ship jostled them. We're almost to the last checkpoint.
0: Thank goodness. I'm not sure I could take much more of this. Give me the punch card.
2: Susan rooted through a set of cards she was holding and selected one. These are ever so clever. Each one's like a microcircuit with a set of instructions burnt into it. You could use it to do anything.
0: If you remember to feed it in. Oh, sorry. Let's hope your grandfather got his calculations right. Get ready. We'll be leaving the jet stream in a moment.
2: As the flyer exited the radiation stream, it emerged into a cloud of space debris. This must be the silicon storm Grandfather talked about. Which means we're in the right place. But what about the vanguard? Right behind us. Let's hope she can't see us in all of this. As they waited, the vanguard loomed over the tiny flyer and passed on. All right. Give it a minute or two,
0: and then put these punch cards in the radio. Time to start playing our pipes.
2: Back on the Endurance, Mila and Tobin were watching the Flyers' progress on the map.
3: They're through, and they've not been spotted.
1: Even so, Aaron's no fool.
3: Then we'd better be ready. Bridge to Engineering!
2: In Engineering, Benya was toiling alongside Oliver and the Doctor at a workbench. Although he'd recovered some energy, he was still tired and drawn from his encounter with the shift.
3: Benya, tell the Doctor his friends made it through
2: safely. Before Benya could reply, the Doctor snapped. Of course they
0: made it through! They possess a different physiognomy to yours,
4: unaffected by that radiation.
3: And how are we doing?
4: Progress is slow and steady. Rather like my own. But
3: we wouldn't be asking unless <laughs> it...
4: Unless it were vital, I know. Will they work?
2: Benya looked at the array of small spheres that Olivan and the Doctor were preparing they'll be ready
4: will they work we'll find out understood
2: Mila pointed to the detector the vanguard had come to a stop
4: they
3: must have received the signal from the flyer
2: yes but are they going to believe it's from us
3: and even if they do what will they do
2: about it myla and tobin continued to watch then finally
1: the vanguard moved once more
3: they're reversing course And the flyer's moving off.
1: If they keep that distance, they should remain out of detector range. How
3: long will he follow that signal, do you think?
1: Now he's turned, he'll follow it to the end. Because he knows we're alive? Because he knows I'm alive. The Doctor was right. We can't run forever. Get us into position. Vent lateral tanks, jettison any debris and spare parts. We need to look like a bird with a wing down.
2: Ian and Susan, the next hour was spent drawing the vanguard further back into the breach. As Ian fed the doctor's route into the autopilot, Susan kept fading the radio signal in and out, a process that continued until... I think that's the rendezvous!
0: Ian and Susan peered out of the cockpit as the endurance came into view. The bulky ship was listing to one side, trailing smoke and air. She really looks wounded. She's supposed to, remember?
2: Ian entered a new course card, and the little ship withdrew behind Endurance. Moments later, the vanguard arrived, taking up position above them.
0: There she is. Just taking a good look. Do you
2: think they'll attack?
0: Board her, you mean? They've got to. We're sunk if they don't.
2: As the vanguard closed in on the Endurance... Ian pressed to control and the flyer crept around to
6: starboard.
0: On the bridge of the vanguard, Aaron was pacing
7: back and forth. Boom. Adrift holding sample of valuable organic data. Over and over. Don't worry. Even if there are no organics, I would still be here, Mother. Specialize the docking tube and form a boarding party. Full armaments, no mercy. As the
0: shifts prepared to board the Endurance, Aaron crossed to the storage tube, Barbara rested within, her eyes closed, expressionless. Aaron stared at her, and then ran a finger over the
7: glass. You will be reunited with your friends soon enough. They're
3: securing the docking tube.
1: Any reading on the flyer?
3: Closing in on the Vanguard starboard airlock. Their detectors are still down. No sign they've been spotted. So
1: far so good. Olivan, Vanguard is locked on. Are you in position? Ready and waiting. They won't be long. Don't get caught up in the fighting. Just get them into the central gangway so we you can. You can
5: seal the pressure doors and keep their attack contained. I know the plan, Mother. Remember,
1: let them pass. Your primary objective is the berthing chamber.
5: In the depths of the
0: endurance. Close to the ship's airlock. Olivan gave a wry smile. Understood. He turned to the doctor and Benya, who were at his side. An array of battered and weary crew members stood behind him. All this way, and she still needs to tell me what I already know. The doctor smiled. The paternal instinct at work. I'm sorry? The mother hen will always fuss over her chicks. But... It doesn't mean you should uh, doubt her trust in you. I suspect it is greater than you think.
4: They'll be through in a minute.
5: You three, form up near the hatch. Keep them busy. Draw them on. When you pass our position, retreat towards the bridge along the central gangway.
2: With the flyer safely docked alongside the vanguard, Ian and Susan were making their way into the ship. All these compartments look the same. According to Benya, the starboard layout should be a mirror image of the port side. I know the theory. It's the practice
0: I'm not so keen on. One wrong turn and we'd be scuppered.
2: You're worried about Barbara? I'm worried about all of us.
0: This is our last chance at getting out of here.
4: They're cycling the airlock.
5: Remember to stay back while the doctor and I set these.
4: Don't worry, I've had my share of action for the day. The
5: airlock
0: opened, and the shifts advanced, guns at the ready. Only when the last shift had cleared the airlock did Oliven's three troopers reveal themselves. Their first barrage brought down one of the shifts. But the remainder began to transform. Once their armored shapes coalesced, the troopers' shots were rendered harmless. As they chased the last ball down the corridor, NOW! The Doctor and Oliver darted out and rolled the metal spheres towards the shifts. The spheres burst with light. Grenades filled with radiation from the fuel lines. The shifts started to change back. Panicked, they went to withdraw, but as they did so, a set of pressure doors cut off their escape. The doctor and Oliver emerged from the junction to study the doors. As the shifts hammered on them from the other side, the doctor smiled. A
5: neat little present for
0: your mother. I hope she has a good
5: idea what to do with them. She and Tobin have been fighting shifts longer than I can remember.
0: That's what I meant.
5: The doctor pointed to the docking tube.
0: However, our duty lies elsewhere.
2: On the vanguard, Aaron listened to the reports from his men in growing disbelief. Regroup.
7: Form a spearhead pattern. Advance to the bridge. <laughs> Kill any lastborn
2: you meet. Unknown to him, Ian and Susan had reached the ante-room and were watching from its door. There's only three of them still here. Yes.
0: Aaron bravely heading a skeleton crew as he sends his men into battle.
2: That awful coffin thing. Is that where they're holding Barbara?
0: No way to get to it without being seen. "'I'll have to draw them off.'
2: Ian patted his pockets, producing a punch card. He smiled.
0: "'Just like you
2: said.' "'You can use it to do anything. Ready?' Her eyes wide, Susan nodded, and Ian stepped out from cover and threw the card at one of the shifts. As Aaron turned, Ian waved. "'Remember
0: me? There's a game we organics like to play. "'It's called
2: Tag!' him tight to the wall, Susan watched Ian lead the shifts past him. As they followed him into the next compartment, she ducked through the door onto the bridge.
0: Meanwhile, Olivan was leading his team across the docking tube. Those grenades seem to work well, Doctor. With a bit of luck, it might even convince these creatures to behave rationally. As they entered the vanguard's airlock, Oliver looked at the doctor. Which way? The doctor pointed. The bridge is that direction. He frowned and inclined his head. Although, if I'm not mistaken, our hosts will be with us shortly. Oliven was about to ask what he meant when he heard it too. Cover everyone! As they pressed themselves against the walls, Ian raced through the doorway. Himself out of the line of fire. He looked around to find the others waking. Oh, am I a relief to see you? Oliver looked around the corner, then produced another one of the spheres. He rolled it through the doorway, right into the path of Aaron and the pursuing shifts. Ah! Moments later, they staggered into the compartment. (laughs) What?
6: What have you done?
2: On the bridge of the Endurance, Tobin and Mila were listening to reports of the fighting.
3: They've reached Section D. Sealing pressure doors behind them. Those grenades have slowed them down, but they can still take a lot
1: more punishment than us.
2: But while Tobin was fixed on the reports coming in, Myla seemed distant.
1: Mother? Assessment, Mr. Tobin.
3: The pressure doors are slowing them down, but only for so long. We don't have the numbers to hold them off. We gambled. We failed.
1: Not yet. We wait, Mr. Tobin. We endure.
0: On the vanguard, Aaron and his men were surrounded by Oliven's troops. Although he bristled, Aaron was still weak from the radiation. What did you do? The doctor stepped forward. I think you'll find your shape-changing abilities have deserted you. For the time being, anyway.
2: Susan emerged from the corridor behind them, leading forward a slightly dazed but otherwise unharmed, Barbara. Barbara? Barbara smiled. Susan tells me I was asleep. You look like you've got a tale to tell.
0: Not one for the Coal Hill staff room, though.
7: Is this it? Is this female why you came back? What is it that means so much to you? Friendship. Not For you? Yes. But not her. Not Mother Milo. What is that device? The one she would risk everything for? The doctor
0: stepped in front of him to answer. The
7: future. And
0: then he pulled Oliven forward. Aaron sneered. Hmm. But as he looked at Oliven, his face fell. The doctor nodded. The child of a thousand years.
7: You... Wear their clothes, and you look like her, but you… you are…
0: He calls her mother because that is what she is. No. This is an opportunity for all of you to change all of this.
6: No! No!
2: Ian pushed Oliver out of the way as Aaron leapt at him. The shift and Ian tumbled to the floor, but Ian was ready. He swung an arm, catching Aaron full in the face. The shift scrambled to his feet and surveyed them all.
0: Finally, Aaron shook his head and ran back along the docking tube. The other shifts burst through the crowd to follow him.
5: Hold fire! You might damage the docking tube! Let them go. We
1: need to get to the bridge.
3: They're almost to the forward junction.
1: We hold them as long as we're able. We've got to give them more time. Signal from Vanguard, Mother. This is Endurance. We've done it. We have control of the Vanguard. Mother, do you read me? You have control. Make sure you keep it. Full guard at the docking tube. I'm sending you support. Endurance out. Take care. Mother? Get the crew together. Form up and retreat to the airlock. The maintenance gangway isn't pretty, but you should be clear of the shifts. When you reach the vanguard, release the docking tube and take her out of the breach. Take her out? That's an order! Tobin took a long look at Myla. With a shake of his head, he
0: began to organise the retreat.
3: Men, follow me.
2: On the bridge of the vanguard, the doctor was working with Benya to check the ship's systems.
4: The drive controls are fully functional. What about the navigation computer? Yes.
2: That all looks most satisfactory. Hmm? The doctor produced a punch card from his coat, which he slipped into the console.
0: I took the liberty of preparing a course out of the breach, just in case we needed it.
2: Susan's attention was caught by the tone of his voice. Grandfather? What's wrong?
0: Back at the airlock, Ian was helping Oliver keep guard. However, despite the distant sounds of
5: battle, there was no sign of danger. Drawing all those shifts away helped us take the vanguard, but there's no point if we then lose Endurance. You'd have the chamber. With Aaron still on our tail. A hatch opened inside the Endurance's
0: airlock. Crew members began to emerge and started crossing the docking tube. Our reinforcements? There's too many. That's more like the ship's full complement. As the throng cleared, they saw Tobin on the far side.
3: Move yourselves! If Mother says you're needed on that ship, you're needed
0: on that ship! Tobin! What's happening? But the older man ignored him, urging the crew on. As the last trooper crossed the vanguard's threshold, Tobin finally met Olivan's eyes.
3: Make her proud, boy.
5: Tobin? He's disconnecting the docking tube! Shut the airlock! Quickly!
2: Alone on the Endurances bridge, Milo turned on a monitor. A hazy picture showed the shifts trapped by a set of pressure doors. Arriving at the rear of the group, Aaron pushed his way to the front, filling the picture. Myla reached out a hand to the screen and came to a decision. The pressure door opened and Aaron stepped through, but it closed again before anyone could follow him. Watching as he spun round in anger, Myla activated the comms system.
6: I'm waiting.
0: Meanwhile, Oliver and Ian had just reached the vanguard's bridge. Raise the endurance. I've been trying, there's no response. Doctor, what's going on? Doctor? The doctor considered his answer, staring into the distance. These people have been seeking freedom for a long time, but you cannot accept freedom without also accepting responsibility. Something, I think, Myla has come to understand.
2: Myla was seated in Tobin's chair at the tactical station, her sidearm drawn as Aaron reached the bridge.
7: Mother Myla. You're hurt. (laughs) Badly enough that your weapon might be able to kill me. A full dose of your clever radiation bonds. But nothing that your life force would not restore.
1: You want to kill me?
7: I want you to die knowing I will hunt your children down. There will be no peace for you and your kind. Just as there is no peace for mine.
1: Hunt my children down. You are my children. Finish this you please. Myla ejected the gun's power cell and laid it down on the console. I didn't bring you here to kill you, Aaron. I wanted to give you a chance to live.
7: The years are weighing you down, Mother.
1: Oh yes, but not the way you think. The successes of your children are their own. It's their failures which belong to you. I made you what you are and in doing so I denied you the chance to live. I want to change that. I'm willing to share the plans for the birthing chamber with you. The trick. The truth. Before you arrived, I set the autopilot to steer the ship into the radiation stream at the heart of the breach. That command will execute in a few minutes' time, whether I'm dead or alive. that was this ship's emergency boy. It's been programmed to return to our world. It contains a copy of the plans for the birthing chamber. Plans intended for the shifts for your people. Say the word and I'll cancel the autopilot. You can take this ship home and join them. Show them to be better than their beginnings.
7: Their beginnings. Your failures. That is our only truth. You failed us. From our first day to the last.
1: So be it. Take what you came for. Make yourself whole again. Myla closed her eyes.
2: Aaron hesitated for a moment, uncertain. Then his eyes narrowed and he reached out, laying a hand on her shoulder. Myla's eyes snapped open as Aaron gasped, then fell to the floor. She looked down at where he lay, unmoving, then up to see Tobin propped in the doorway, gun in hand. Bleeding badly
1: from a wound to his shoulder.
3: Tobin? A shift caught me in the maintenance tube.
1: Put up quite the fight. You should be on the vanguard.
3: You can't trust an autopilot, Mother.
1: Tobin, this Mother. isn't what I...
3: Mother... I was never going to leave you.
1: Very well. Take the navigator station and set course, please, Mr Tobin. Oh. Heading. 213 one, by 196. 213 one, by
3: 196...
1: Endurance calling Vanguard. Mother, what's happening?
5: You're heading into the jet stream.
1: Yes, it should carry us to the edge of shift territory.
5: But it'll
0: tear Endurance apart. You said so. The doctor caught Susan's eye and raised a finger to his lips.
1: Olivan, if you're going to have any real freedom, the breach needs to be impassable once again. I need to give my children a chance to grow up, all my children. This is going to hurt. But as a good friend told me, hurt is good. Carry it. Think of me, and be strong.
3: Mother?
6: Mother!
4: They're inside the jet stream.
0: Only the Endurance. Myla laid the radio down. As the bridge tore itself apart, she crossed to where Tobin was seated. As he wrestled with the controls, Myla laid a hand on his shoulder.
1: You can let go now.
0: After a moment's pause, Tobin did as he was told. He let go of the controls and reached up to slip his fingers in between Myla's. He closed his eyes and smiled. Hours later, the vanguard emerged into open space. Here, Susan and Barbara were standing in the bridge's anteroom. As the ship cleared the bridge, they could see the stars once more.
6: <sighs> we're out!
0: At last.
2: Barbara looked over her shoulder to where Oliver and Benya were busy on the bridge. What do you think will happen to them? Grandfather said the explosion flooded the far side of the breach with radiation. It'll be another thousand years before the shifts can come near it.
0: Plenty of time for them to gain some wisdom of their own.
2: Hopefully in time for their great-great-great-grandchildren to meet Ollivans. The three of them turned as the Doctor came through the far door. He glanced at the hive of activity on the bridge.
0: A hard time awaits them all. Even with that birthing chamber, settling a world won't be easy.
2: Is the ship ready?
0: The doctor nodded. We can leave any time we choose. He extended his arm to Barbara. Shall we say our goodbyes?
2: As her grandfather and Barbara walked towards the bridge, Susan turned to Ian. What do you think? Will Oliver and the others be all right?
0: Ian looked to the bridge. As Oliver shook the doctor's hand, the young man's face carried his sadness. But there was gratitude, too, and hope. Ian smiled. I think they'll endure. <laughs>
6: Are we all here?
0: Ian, Barbara, Vicky, Josper? Where's Josper? He was right
2: behind me. Josper?
8: Oh, thank goodness. What are you waiting for? We need to be out of here. Let's get in the TARDIS and go.
9: Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Early Adventures, The Fifth Traveller.
0: You mean there are people out there? Of a sort. Intelligent anthropoids. Apes of some variation.
2: Something has arrived. From where? Vast.
6: So very huge.
2: Empty. And dark. What's wrong? You look terrified. Barbara, we have to get back to the TARDIS! Now! Jasper! <gasps> <Joshua>, look out! <laughs> Heart. So much. Pain like I have never felt. From the dawn of the trees to the end of time.
0: We're further from the TARDIS now, and on the wrong side of the river. We could take a leaf out of their book. Swing over on the vines. What do you take me for, young man? A letter date, Tarzan?
9: Big finish.
6: We love stories.
9: I'm David Richardson I'm the producer of the early adventures and I've got with me William Russell who plays Ian and Carolyn Ford who plays Susan. Hi. Hello. Uh, Nick Hello. Wallace who's the writer Tom Bell who plays Aaron and the shifts and director Ken Bentley. I'm gonna start off with Russell and Carol. Um, we've been lucky enough to do a lot of recordings with you this we've year we've done a
2: few haven't we yeah. <laughs> Well, what keeps yeah.
9: bringing you back what's the appeal
2: you
10: of course oh <laughs> here's a fiver
6: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, look it's wonderful isn't it i mean you know you could just go anywhere with these it's i mean many more places than i actually went when i did it it's uh it's it's exciting i mean i love waiting for that script to come through the door It's, it's amazing And uh, you know it's it's wonderful to carry on working with the lovely Russ, and it's lovely to work with all you lot. You're all so wonderful. It's it's a wonderful experience here. It's so happy It's it's such a It's the best workspace It really, really is yes. Not to mention Toby's lunch, of course <laughs> <laughs> and
9: the, the listeners can't see this But you're both in your boots With big smiles on your <laughs> faces <laughs> Well, it yeah, just so shows nice. how happy yeah. we are And, <laughs> we and we've
1: are. just finished a gruelling two days <laughs> <laughs> yes. Vanguard respond This is Endurance Do you require assistance? Vanguard
0: Do you think that's us? The doctor nodded most likely.
2: Barbara looked at him.
1: Should we respond?
0: Shuggy said, that is some sort of military dreadnought. Whatever is happening here, I don't think we want to be party to it.
2: Back to the TARDIS? The doctor nodded and the travellers started retracing their steps.
9: <coughs> and Russell, what about you? I feel just
0: the same as the Carol Carroll about it and very fond now of this uh, old chair in this place where I sit and uh, read and uh, this is, everybody is so pleasant and makes you feel wanted.
9: Oh, well, you are wanted. <laughs> <laughs> You're loved. <laughs> <laughs> and It's been nice because for, for a long time we were doing companion chronicles with you separately but we yeah. really had Time to work with you together now. Oh, we I do love to...
2: working together. Well, we We, don't like that. we
0: enjoy that very much, and we hope you've got something else for us. Perhaps yes. when we play together. We yes, we were we talking really, over really a cup really of tea that. earlier, yes.
9: weren't we? We
6: so. were. Because
2: although we're working together, most of the time we're not doing a scene together. Mm. You mm. know, and and we just really, I think we bounce off each other quite well. Do not yes, we
6: yes,
9: <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> yes. Now I've got thoughts in my head now. Oh, oh, oh good. Oh, good. Oh, exciting.
2: Oh, that's not destiny. It can't it be. be. It's that shift. But it was dead. It was dead. Not anymore. Do not move. Run!
9: I'm going to put Tom on the spot because you were quite excited about working today, weren't you? This? I was, yes. <laughs> Tell <laughs> yeah, us more.
8: Uh, yeah, well, this is my first time here working for, for Big Finish, but I, I've, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I mean, I've got all of that I've had to keep my VHS player specifically just because I've got all of them all the all VHS tapes and um, you know read most of the books heard, heard loads of the big finish things but I'm trying to play it cool trying to act you know <laughs> <laughs> not too much of a fanboy but yeah it was great
2: you're allowed well it's been a,
8: it's been a real treat and uh, yeah very excited well super excited to to be a part of it Big old script came through the the post, and I didn't know what it was at first. I opened up, and there was the the font, the big Doctor Who font, looking back at me, and my name on the list. And I did a I little jumped in the air. think
9: <laughs> yeah, I you're well used to playing aliens because you're yes. in Wiz- Wizards versus Aliens. Yeah, I
8: seem to be getting the, the evil alien role a lot. I mean, that so that's uh, Wizards versus Aliens. I, I it's sort of a two-hour makeup job, which um, which I, I didn't put myself through for that. I considered going for it and dressing up as a sort of an evil shape-shifting <laughs> lizard <laughs> i should say that was an effect as well i've not got the world's most gravelly voice although it's like, uh, uh, a little bit of all that losing it, a little bit lots of today.
2: gargling tonight yeah i
8: think, I think yeah. so <laughs> but yeah so but it's quite a different thing because i mean in, in in that show i'm sort of underling geeky, oh i'm sorry this was quite nice to be powerful and evil and start killing people mm. yeah you've got to be evil Did you find uh-huh. the voice
9: effect helps when you're doing it
8: it was yeah. It was very strange because I was I couldn't even hear my own voice. All I was I would speak, and all I could hear was this. I felt very powerful. It's going to be a strange shift now. Straight <laughs> It'll out be out, the out, same but, again. Yeah, I know. Oh no, the voice was was great. And um, trying to find the balance between the two, you know, the sort of the grunt shift, and then Aaron, the leader, was uh, yeah, it was good. It, yeah, I'd be curious to see what other voices you could, you know, you've got got on there. What other effects you can do? Mm. Leave him alone. It has been an age
7: since we took orders from a synthetic. The doctor captured the creature's eye.
0: We are not with these people. You have no right
7: to hold us. This man is a thief. Your presence at his side is guilt enough.
11: (laughs) Um, and Nick, hello, joining the Doctor Who range, what's, what's it been like writing for these? It's been absolutely fantastic. I mean, you, you, you sent me the email saying, would you like to do one of these, this new range? Would you like to do a first Doctor story with, you know, the very first crew? And you're never going to say no to that. I mean, I would find it impossible to say no to that. There's just such good, fantastic, iconic characters to play around with. You couldn't ask for anything more. The doctor looked up
0: and gave a mischievous smile. Tell me, Chesterton, have I ever mentioned my meeting with the Pied Piper of
11: Hamlet?
9: I think the first thing we talked about was to kind of do a World War II submarine story in space, wasn't it? Yeah,
11: I mean, we, we sort of kicked a, kicked a few ideas around. I came up with a few that were totally bonkers and... You yeah, know, the World War II submarines in space just sort of chimed, basically. Lots of things you can do with that, lots of places you can go, references you can make, stories you can play with. And, you know, I was saying to Tom earlier, you know, there are moments of Wrath of Khan in there from Star Trek, Hunt for Red October, Das Boot. There are lots of tricks and, not clichés, but... Tropes I supposed to play with around that with the, in there.
9: And coming in today and hearing the voices, what's that been
11: like? Oh, beyond belief for me. I mean I, it's hard for um, to describe to people who can't actually see it, but where I was sat in the control booth was on a sofa right at the back, and it's quite low down. So I was in there and I couldn't actually see out through the window to see anybody's faces, any of the booths, like the ones that I'm speaking from now. And so I was actually listening to it. Hopefully, as the um, you know the listeners will you know, enjoy the audio. And even without the effects, without the music, without any of this business, you could feel the energy, the character characters coming through. It it was absolutely a fantastic experience for me. Really appreciate it. Actually, I'm very, very, very pleased and honoured to have been able to work with Russell and Carol. Really, really honoured. <clears throat> and Tom. And Tom, Thanks, obviously. Tom, <laughs> obviously.
2: As Aaron turned, Ian waved. Remember
0: me? There's a game we organics like to play. It's called Tag.
9: <laughs> and I'm going to turn to Ken now. Oh, no. Ooh. So, um, as director, this kind of story for you, what you? What are you looking for? What
10: am I looking for? Yeah,
9: what What you got in your head?
10: There's, there's a... A sort of stealthy quality to these sorts of stories, I think. Um, any a claustrophobic quality um, that I'm after more than anything. So we need a lovely sort of steady pace. It's not often we're often we're, we're tearing about, um, slaughtering millions and blowing up planets, and that isn't one of these stories. There's just a lovely, steady, stealthy quality that a story like this needs, and it can't get too too carried away with itself so that's sort of really the main thing I'm aiming for is what what we can what we tend to do with Doctor Who is get very carried away it's an unusual experience for me in that what I might find myself having to do is put the brakes on a bit but I didn't it all worked it all worked it all came together I mean um. Carol and Russell know what they're doing anyway, so so um, that, that sort of sense that sets the benchmark for everybody else. But everybody else that came in, all came in with lovely, clear characters and they knew exactly where to pitch it. So um, it all came together very well.
9: Mm. It's been a really lovely mix of voices, hasn't mm. it? Yeah,
10: yeah. The young man's face
0: carried his sadness, but there was gratitude too and hope. Ian smiled.
9: I think they'll endure... Did you find with this maybe it's kind of the sort of world that came with its own audio landscape, if you see what I mean?
10: Yes. Anything that's that, uh, as uh, contained, self-contained as this, tends to. Uh, you know, we've, we've got very little to go on in terms of audio landscapes here. We've got, we've got primarily one ship, um, but the, well, two, a larger ship and a smaller ship. And then this sort of big giant gas cloud that they're stuck in with, with various sort of energies flowing through it. So, um, it, yeah, it's going to be a very, uh, I think, distinctive soundscape that we'll, uh, we'll be coming up with in post-production. So I'm always, the one thing I'll do before I get into a recording is always think about that. I'll always be thinking ahead to what we're going to be doing in post so that everything we get during the recording is is supporting that and giving the sound designer um Clues as to um, what, what it is we want to try and achieve when we get it into post.
9: Right, well, Russell and Carol have got cabs waiting. Tom's got an audition. I've got a beer waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. It's been a lovely time. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Hooray. Thank you.
0: Thank you.